hello. <laughs> Beautiful friend. Oh my gosh, I'm delighted. I'm so delighted to talk to you. Me too. Oh my goodness, season two of Brighthearted. Here we are. Ow, ow, ow. Ding, ding, ding. Happy dancing right now because the energy here is so palpable. Yes. Oh my gosh, I feel like it's our birthday. Oh my gosh, yes. I feel like we have a shared birthday and it's today. <laughs> Perfect. Happy birthday to us. Happy, happy birthday from all of us to us. We wish it was our birthday so we could celebrate us more. <laughs> 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 and we're lucky that it is our birthday because we said it was <laughs> <laughs> declare it and it shall be so mm, yes 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 oh Elsie I have been super wicked and excited to do this podcast and I'm really glad to have you um, as co-host everyone this is Elsie Sivier she is co-host to Brighthearted this beautiful podcast that we have. I'm Morgan Lee. I'm your other co-host. And I just want to say, Elsie, because I haven't shared with you yet, um, when I was in the shower this morning, it dawned on me that we were recording today and I decided to shave my legs in celebration for our season two. <laughs> so my legs, oh my, gosh. my legs are feeling silky smooth. Ooh, that is such a good celebration of us. <laughs> Yeah. Little backstory, little backstory I want to share is uh Morgan and I spent a few weeks together in January, February. And at one point, actually at several points, I declared, I'm gonna shave my legs today. I'm gonna shave my legs today. And it just kept coming up because it felt it like deep down, shaving my legs feels like a celebration. It feels like a party in and of itself because of the feeling of having legs shaved. And I think it took me a couple weeks to actually do it. And once I did, oh my goodness, it was just like I still get goosebumps all over my body thinking about the delight of that. Like, oh, what a way to just be in your body. Exactly. Mm, mm, mm. Well, and you taught me something about that story. Because I, I recognize that you were saying on multiple days, like, I'm going to shave my legs today. I'm really excited. I've decided I'm going to shave my legs. Today's going to be the day. And then like your energy would drop. Because, like, the day went a different direction, you know, and you're like, oh, like, I still haven't gotten to shave my legs. And I'm like, <laughs> I was really confused. And you gave me this beautiful opportunity of learning that, like, everyone experiences our bodies differently, right? And, like, I think so often we think our truth is everyone's truth. And I had no idea how long it took you to shave parts of your body, like, because your <laughs> hair follicles are different than mine. And like, I had no idea that it wasn't just a go in the shower, put soap on your legs, run the razor up of them. Like, cause that's what I do. Um, Oh my gosh. It was an event. It took me an hour and like a ritual of like bath and candle and like the whole thing. (laughs) And I love that. Like, I'm like, whoa, I wonder how my life would be different if I had to literally make it a ritual space for myself to shave and like to open. Cause, cause you showed me that you're like, I got to open the pores. I'm like, really? Okay. (laughs) Like, I know that that's a thing, but like, it's never been a thing for my body. 
Mm, yes, it's I love that revelation that what's true for you is not necessarily true for everyone. That applies every day. Oh my yeah, gosh. Amen. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. Anything that you want to um say as we kick off this second season? Anything else? Oh, I just I feel such a full heart right now because it feels like I think we recorded our last episode. We just found this out in August, August 28th. Yeah. And now it's March 16th, which is a significant date for us already. So a year ago today is one of the last days of a project that we both worked on in, in California. Mm-hmm. Um, it also marks the day that like everyone left that, that project, that retreat, and flew home. And it took you a day to get home. Yeah. That was so wild. Well, and it um, marks the shutdown of the United States. Not to mention that. <laughs> Yeah. And like to build off of this energy, Elsie, I don't think I've ever told you this. Um, so today is actually, there's just weird connections on this day, March 16th. We're recording on March 16th. So if we don't publish our episode today, let it be known. This is the day. This is the day. Um, so in my family, interestingly enough, March 16th is my stepdad's birthday. So I wish him a happy birthday. But the weird thing is, is that it's also the day that my biological dad passed away. And so my mom reminded me last night that today is 20 years since my dad passed away. And it just like, there's something about that number 20 that was like, wait, what? That just kind of like, I don't know. It's doing things to me. That's a wild perspective. That was 2001. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. That's a wild perspective. That means it's going to be 20 years since since 9-11. Whoa. Time is such a funky marker. We are growing up. <laughs> we are all growing up. We're adults, damn it. Woohoo. That's a wild perspective. And it's your stepdad's birthday today. Holy buckets. Yeah. And like, again, it was, it's, it's the last day of this beautiful project that we put out into the world. And I'm not sure if you saw the Facebook memory that I shared in, in the group that we still have going from all the participants, but it was the video someone was recording while we were saying goodbye to everyone and sending everyone on their way. And we had music going and there were tears and there was hugs and it was just that energy. In the lobby of the home, right? Yeah. Oh man. Yeah. In the entryway we were like having a mini dance party. It just, I love that that whole exit was so natural. Like we all just kind of did what we needed to do. Like now we need to pause and have a dance break in the entryway of the home before we get on the bus to go to the airport. Like this is what we need to do. So we're going to do it. It was so like divinely felt mutually with everyone. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. So today is, so there's day. some sacred energy yeah, of synchronicity and, and just, togetherness like I think today is a celebration of togetherness Mm. that's what I feel I mean we could celebrate I think there's a lot of things to celebrate and something that I'm feeling right now is the connection to you Morgan because you know our relationship has deepened in so many beautiful rich ways since we've last recorded yeah and it almost feels like it does feel like now we're re-entering this shared space like kind of from different places now like we've grown you know literally and 
ah, I just feel all of that. And it's, it's big. Like I feel so charged just sitting here looking at you. Yeah. Yeah. I have chills on my legs. Goodness. I like, I'm looking at you via the screen and it seems like 10 years later mm. in a beautiful way, like, like 10 years of shared life and creating epic stories together. Mm. Yeah. Dude, in 10 years from now, you're going to be 40. <laughs> I was just thinking, like, what are we going to say in 10 years when we look back? I feel like we're still going to be doing this. We're still going to be connected and, like, sharing, yeah. you know? Creating. Oh, my goodness. 100%. Exactly. <laughs> wow. Well, that, like, that, what a great way to start off our second season by, like, honoring where we are and honoring this special day and honoring, like, mm -hmm. how much this day has brought to us in, in the past. Wow. <sighs> Collective breath. Okay, I'm feeling two different questions. I'm feeling, is there anything else that you have inside of you that you need to share, want to share for the kickoff of our second season? And the other thing in me is, I know you have a topic for today's podcast. And so I'm ready <laughs> to hear that too when it's time. Okay. Wow. I think all of the extra energy in me and stuff that I have a lot of like abstract feelings, sensations, ideas that like I want to express. And I, and I just, I'm going to trust that they're going to be expressed through this podcast and through uh, the topic that I want to present. So I think let's dive in. I'm ready. Is there anything you want to share? Anything else that's coming up? I'm feeling pretty complete. I have one technical issue that I'm noticing your microphone keeps rubbing against your hand oh, okay okay I have, a, I have I'm worried okay so let's do a little microphone check is this can you hear it on my pillow yes oh okay I'm challenged by a, a good safe place to put this microphone that won't make noise what if you just pop that earbud like into your ear and we'll see how the second season goes with it being up near your mouth Okay. Yeah, because that already sounds way better and less crunchy. Okay, y'all. Okay. You've Thank made you. it to minute 11 of our podcast. Hopefully that sound won't be there anymore. Yeah. I hope it's better. Thanks for, thanks for sticking with us. Okay. Okay. <laughs> so let's roll. Gosh, I love you. Let's roll. I was going to say I love your ability to be able to, like, toggle Morgan I think she would never say this about herself but Morgan is an excellent like switcher between actually you just said it this morning you're like I'm not good at multitasking but you can hold many things because you, we were doing we were having this lovely intro and you're able to help me like get squared away and the aspects of like you know root chakra stuff here like let's get the recording well you know yeah oh thanks oh. girl I'm a toddler you're, yes. Did I say toggler? Is that the word I use? Well, you said tog toggle as a verb, and so I just changed it to a noun. <laughs> toggler. I think that is excellent. Even though toggle mm. is already a noun also, it's like the, like when you have like a sweatshirt with cords and they have that plastic piece where you push the one side and you can slide it up, or mm. like they have them on shoes too, that's also called a toggle. Is it really? Yeah. 
Wow, I just learned something new. That's cool. <laughs> it's all those years of having worked in the outdoor ed industry. You learn what things are called. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Woo! Okay, so I want to share something that you're welcome to elaborate on before I delve into this this story. Um, and the, and the thing is that that Morgan has recently started sharing the fact that she is doing readings, tarot readings. And, uh, and, and the one way that she's sharing that is through Instagram. And she posted a story last week that just said she drew a card for the week. Am I having this right so far? You drew a card for the week. For sure. And it was the six of wands. And now back up to, I don't know, probably around the time that we recorded this last episode, August or September, I was laying in bed with my mom at our old apartment and I was getting really inspired by this Instagram. uh, I believe it's called. Co-Corina, Co-Corina, and she has a divine feminine tarot deck that at the time was just being kind of finished and being set for pre-order. She's in the UK, I believe. She's in Europe. And I just kind of said it out loud to my mom. I said, you know, I, I love this deck. Like, I would love to have this be my first tarot deck. And my mom said, like, let it be your Christmas present. I'll get it for you. So she pre-ordered it back in August. And then I'm traveling around. I'm doing my thing um, January, February this year. And it comes in, it, it gets delivered to my dad's place like the first week of January. And from being like a thousand miles away from my home, I was like just feeling this energy from my dad's house. The fact that this package had been delivered, like I just knew that there's so much good energy awaiting, like the connection was already there, you know? And I got home at the end of February. It actually took me like a week to actually crack it open and start going through it. Um, I was still waiting for the alignment to be set to, to explore it. And then I felt it and I started like going through all the cards. I kind of laid them all out. I admired them like we did that one night. And, uh, and then one morning I started a daily draw where I, I have another spirit deck that I have an animal spirit deck. I drew an animal card and then I drew one of these tarot cards. And this is the card that I drew and I'll let you announce it and, uh, and describe it. Can you move it up on your screen a little bit? Ooh, the six of wands, totally different than what mine looks like. And there's like this goddess that almost has this hair, like a lion's mane. Wow. And she's laying on one of the wands. Wow. There's just so many things. Okay. So the background is the sky. It's the galaxy. It's outer space. And there's these beautiful gold stars. The entire card itself is the color schemes are black gold and cream the woman's body on laying on one of the wands is this beautiful cream body just like melting she's she's just like lounging you know lounging on one of these wands and then the design that the wands are making are like an arrow so she's laying horizontally on one And then it makes this beautiful like triangle up towards the top. And then there's a single wand that's vertical. Um, So there's like crosses happening and just wow. And each wand at the tip of the wand has like this beautiful energetic burst coming out of it. Like, like it's magic. And then there's like certain stars in the card that are really pronounced, but then there's, there's lots more in the background. And then there's that ring. Oh my goodness, that ring around the bottom of the six wand. Like, what is that? Wow. 
What a beautiful card. Yeah, dude. Like, this is the first card I drew from this deck. And this is the first card that you posted on your Instagram for a collective weekly reading. Like, ah! Yeah, wow. What's significant about that for you? Oh, man. So something that really spoke to me, and I'm actually going to kind of share straight from the book which I love Morgan kind of destigmatized reading from the book for me because so many people just kind of like into it and they know things and I get so much information from like starting with the framework right so a big part of this card is recognition and this is something you shared later on in the week I love that you did this every day Morgan went back in her story and expanded a little bit more on like what the six of wands energy could could mean and could offer for people right and something that i love is recognition and like acknowledging your accomplishments acknowledging where you've been how you've gotten to where you are and like everything that's gotten you there um acknowledging that and taking a moment to almost step back and just see like what's happening in your life because so often we're like we're so stuck in it that we don't even see what's happening you know and so it was just this collective moment for me when you posted it and when I pulled this to just take a breath and be like wow my life is so it's so (laughs) it's doing its own thing you know and and I'm just a part of it you know and it's just it was such a gift to see it in that way in that moment oh like that girl on that card just like lounging in your life (laughs) exactly Yep. And I loved you, the way you described the wands, the ends of them. It's almost, it looks like kind of like Gandalf's staff at the top where he has these like this precious like stone or crystal in it. And it, the wood is kind of wrapped around it and the stone is glowing. Like each of the wands have this aspect of like glowing crystal, you know? And I just love the idea that like the jewel of this card and like the jewel of life sometimes is like so earthy, like a crystal, like, you know, something that is, um, shine so bright is also something that can keep us or help us stay grounded. <sighs> that breath. And I hadn't seen the arrow until you called that out. So that's, that's really special looking at this now, just like noticing this almost this apex of like, you know, we've come to this point, like, here's the point you're here. And, and how, what do, mm, what's next? I love that. I love that interpretation because We've arrived at this point. That's so much of the energy of the Six of Wands card is it's, it's a victory card and it's a small victory, you know? So it's not like you can stop, like you're not at the end of the deck, right? Like they go through 10, like they're still, you're still in the middle of, of completion. No, you're not at completion. You're in the middle. You're still in process. Like you've arrived at a point and and let's celebrate getting there and like let's keep going to the peak yeah cause for celebration and that is something that is like just been such a through line in knowing you and and each of our development you know separately while knowing each other is like you've inspired me so much in my life to celebrate <sighs> and i think i've had had the inclination right like it's something that does come naturally to me like it it happened pretty quickly after you introduced this concept to me but uh and (laughs) and it's just so cool how how when you do take time to celebrate things 
I don't know, like the feeling around them shifts. Like it's less about like, oh, I did a thing and more around like, I am awesome. I am in life. <laughs> I am awesome. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> I found it easier to love myself when I celebrate, when I take time to celebrate. It does build a certain confidence. Right. Like it's not about the end goal anymore. It's not about these. I think about school because right, like education background, but like how so much of school is always about the end. Like there's it's focused on the end grade. It's focused on the finishing of the project. And I think we're we're definitely in the place in in life where that collective belief is shifting. Like we can see that it's not really about the end outcome it's most definitely about the whole process and trying new things and learning from new things and celebrating yourself celebrating the little wins like because I mean people often talk about I don't know if you get this Elsie but I I get people that see me and they see my big energy right and they're like how are you so happy (laughs) yeah (laughs) and it's just like how are you not like, like look at all of the cool stuff around like every day? Like, look at the beautiful greenery of this plant that I'm looking at. Like, is that just not the coolest freaking thing? Right. And it's, it's, for me, it's remembering that within the ordinary lies the extraordinary. And if we have, if we wear the glasses that like, like I'm thinking of like a superhero and their superhero power is just wearing these glasses and it turns like everything that you look at into something like extraordinary, you know, like that's, I think sometimes how I view the world. Wow. That totally is a superpower. <laughs> that's so cool. Such a good way to well, think and about you it. You do it too, Elsie. And that's why I love being around you because in moments where like maybe my energy is, is, you know, like needing some tending, need, like going through some hard hardship, some grief, um, some anger, whatever that is. Like I have you right there being like, oh my gosh, Morgan. Like, like I think of our phone call just the other day where I was sharing some really heavy information with you and you like just breathed with it and you were there and you were listening lovingly. And then you were just like, this river that I'm walking next to is so beautiful. Like there's just (laughs) ripples on it because there's wind coming from multiple different directions. And it's just like shimmering. (laughs) (laughs) You just dropped in. You dropped in. I did. I really did. And it's like, I knew that. I knew that you were holding space for me. Right. And I knew that you were very much getting fed and your energy was getting tended to. And like, I think there's something really special and also like confident about one, you being able to share that while I'm in a really heavy emotion. And two, like me being able to receive that light and joy while I'm still in a heavy emotion Mm -hmm. and know that there's like space for both of us to, to exist. And we're both Mm. like showing up as friends And like, I didn't know that in that moment, like I just needed a break. Like I needed to vent and purge and I didn't need you to give me advice. And I didn't need you to, you know, change the subject per se. I just needed, like, I needed a pause. And, and by you just, just being you, um, and, and being in awe of, of the ordinary 
it like really brought me to that space again. Oh, I'm so glad. I'm so glad. You know what? That like so sparks this whole idea in my head that I've had recently that it's funny you bring up that exact moment because I was in my head going, you know, I'm acknowledging this beauty in front of me and I, you had just shared something and I, and I just thought, you know what? I'm not going to dim my light. Like my light is connecting to this. And I knew in the moment I trusted that you would feel that too. And, and something, and I don't always do that. You know, it is definitely something that I, I work with daily is how do I not put my light under a basket in order to quote unquote fit in or fit the energy or, you know, not freak people out. Like sometimes I'm challenged in being around my family in that if I am that way all the time, I don't know, I guess I have some stories in my head, right? Like it feels so validating to hear you say that that was the experience from that because yeah, it's something that I need validated. I think to just know that it matters, like it makes a difference because sometimes that doesn't happen though. Sometimes, you know, I'll, I'll bring my light, I'll, I'll bring my joy and, and it won't be received. And that's, that's okay too. You know, that happens, that happens sometimes. Um, but it just made me realize that I, I wasn't necessarily attached in the moment to you receiving or not receiving. I just knew that I needed to trust my feeling of, of wanting to just be open, be myself. That's practice. It takes so much practice and it's not linear. No. Ah, oh, so much is stirring up. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> okay. What? Tell well, me just what you said about, you know, you want to share your light and like, it's important for you to share your light. And sometimes it's not received by others. And I think that's like a really big pain point for me. Like, being around and and I think it's such a big pain point for me because like so many reasons one I need to really work on boundaries like two I I tend to prioritize other people's needs ahead of my own because I'm an empath and like it's my superhero power to be able to like tap into to collective energy um and also like and, like, and I have needs and it crushes me when, you know, I share my light and people just want to keep living in their dark. Mm. Like it makes me really sad. And I think um, in the last week or so, just because of a series of certain events, like I'm learning how to listen to myself and tend to myself. And I just, that's a really big wound for me is when I share my light and it's not received. And like the way that I think about it is just like when a kid comes up to you, like, and I wish this for everyone. I wish like everyone has enough healing in them to recognize that when a child comes up to you with like such excitement and enthusiasm, I don't care what's going on in your head, your sphere, your channel, but like 
acknowledge the joy that's being offered to you. And yes, we need to have boundaries, right? I think about like being on the beach and this one kid was, was like talking to me a ton, you know, and, and I have that <laughs> with kids sometimes is they just like, they just start sharing because I'm, I think I exude, you know, safe, safe space, safe energy, which is great. And also like, I wasn't in a time to share and I got to honor that too. So I'm like, I, I heard him, I validated him, you know, and then I just, I had to create a barrier because like that was not my child, you know, like not, not my yeah. work to, to take on all the time. Yeah. And also really beautiful that we got to, to riff a little bit and I got to, I told him, you know, that he was brave for doing a certain thing and his chest just puffed up and like he got so <laughs> proud of himself and felt like so much of his value. And that was really cool to get to see. Oh, such pureness. Yeah. yeah. And that's the thing that it comes down to, right, Elsie? Like, pureness. When joy and light is so pure, like, receive it. Oh, gosh, I feel like I'm, I'm on a flow. I'm in a flow. I'm going to talk a lot. <laughs> We're flowing. Okay, Here we you go. I know what this week's collective card poll was. Did you get a chance to see it on Insta yet? Was it you posted yesterday? No, I posted today. Oh, no, I missed it. Tell me. Okay, it's the five of pentacles. Oh, I pulled that today. <laughs> Shut up. Shut up right now. <laughs> <laughs> I want to see your card. Show me okay, yours. I'll okay, show you mine. Let me get it. Who's, who do you want to look at first? Because this one's let's crazy. Look, let's look at yours first because I've been like, I've had the chance to like really marinate on it. I've posted on mine already. So I feel like pretty hurt in that, in that sphere. I, I'm kind of glad that I haven't seen yours then because I, I want, like, I feel like I'm so curious what our differing, you know, perspectives are. Dude, check this out. This is so wild that we both pulled the same card. Like, oh. wow, is that like a house? What is that? A house with, you know what that reminds me of? It reminds uh. me of the, um, como se llama? How do you call it? It's the, the shelter that Jesus, baby Jesus was in, in like so much. The manger? Yeah, because it has that star on the top of it. Like it, re mm. it just reminds me of the star of Bethlehem. Anyways. Cool. Yeah, like very just like outer spacey again and beautiful stars that look like magic dust. And then these five mm. pentacles that it, it's literally looks like they're housing her. And she's, she's hunched over and her hands are to her heart and that beautiful hair. There's something really significant in this deck about like the hair. And I want to say the divine feminine. And I believe that's what the deck is called, right? Yeah. 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 <laughs> ding, ding, and ding, that, ding. And just like her exposed breast is like, I don't know. To me, it's like, she's showing her heart you know and she's going through something mm. very um I don't want to say painful but very deep to her yeah oh my gosh <laughs> I am so delighting in the fact that we are so in alignment right now show me your card show it show okay <laughs> okay I'm so excited 
I'm not even going to preface anything to this card. I'm so excited for your initial reactions and like responses. Oh my gosh. Okay, here we go. Hold it up a little bit. Okay. Five of Pentacles. Whoa. Yeah. So there's like this building in the background that's got this. It's almost like this. We're closed for business vibe. And around one of these windows, there's five pentacles in in these stone circles, like built into the brick of this building that seems to be closed. And it's winter. And there's snow on this tree that's outside this window. And then the foreground, there's like a wagon with, I want to say, like dead animals. Like, are they dead? It looks like animal, like it's like these animals are being collected for pelts or meat or who knows. They look like are they wolves? Why are you laughing so much? Oh my so gosh. Spot on. Um, it's wild. Okay. So it's kind of like this, I don't know. There's um there's definitely a darkness, but then there's like I don't know. There's something in the abundance of, you know, the presence of these animals. I think the number 5 is so significant. I mean, 5 was like my favorite number growing up, so that kind of jumps out to me, but also like there's an abundance of of animals you know like whether they're dead or not there's like uh there's a collective going on i don't know i and i just feel like oh man it's like the card wants me to feel sad but there's something in me that's like there's there's something else there there's like hope or something i don't know wow elsie i think I think you might have written the deck. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> no, Lisa Robertson, I believe her last name is. Yeah, Lisa Robertson uh, is the creator of this deck and it's just fantastic. And um, Five of Pentacles, you're just like totally right, right? Like, like you see death at first or you see like maybe threat, like these animals are in this cart, like what's going on? And the whole, the whole um, theme of this card is like challenging your perspectives, right? And then mm. choosing the perspective that you decide to live out, right? So, so like you see these animal pelts and like if you take on the perspective of like an animal activist, right? Like, like they were, these are raccoon dogs, <laughs> And they mm. were used in a lot of fur trading and for pelts and, and like for the traders for food for their families. So it's like, okay, like, are you coming from the perspective of like killing animals is bad? And, or are you coming from the perspective of like celebration? Like my family gets to eat tonight and, and be, be warm. warm. Yeah. So it's kind of, it just, it's an invitation, you know, to, take in whatever negative energy you are initially experiencing and see if you can alchemize it to a higher frequency that serves you. Mm. Oh. <laughs> yes. It's all about choice, you know, and, and just like laugh. I feel like I get a lot of laughter at this card. It always remember, it reminds me, it's like, okay, you can do things the hard way or the easy way. It's up to you. <laughs> what do you want it to be? Yeah. And I, I think you and I are both on this journey of like, it doesn't have to be so hard. Like it gets to be easy. And there's still like a really deep root of me. And, and I'm surrounded by a lot of people in my life and in like our culture that thinks like if it's not done the hard way, 
it's not valuable. Right. You don't deserve it if you don't work for it. And it's just like, frick, no, bro. (laughs) Life is hard enough as it is. Why are we sitting around creating our own challenges? Like we are meant to enjoy, like we are meant to like be thriving and be happy and share laughter and share space and share our hearts and be loved and all of these beautiful things. Like without us even trying because we come with baggage and we come with our own healing journeys, like there's going to be challenge. (laughs) So let's like (laughs) lean into the ways of being that will help us get through those challenges, you know, and like Mm. let us enjoy the time in between before the next one because it will come. Yes. I just hear like, give yourself space to just be with what's here and, and don't worry so much about what, when the next thing is going to come or or how you're going to handle it. Like it's not even here yet. Just, just be with where you're at. Like, don't worry so much, sweet thing. Mm. You don't have to, everything is coming. Everything's coming as it's meant to, you know? And it's something that I mentioned, I think before we started recording is that for the past, well, I've been home. I've been back in Wisconsin for a little over two weeks and I've had this amazing kind of burst of productivity and and kind of stuff going on. I I cooked for a retreat, which was a treat. It was so good. And then the past week I've kind of dipped a little bit. I've allowed myself to kind of slink into this place where I'm not producing as much. I'm really processing a lot though, you know, and, and I think there's a lot of productivity in that space, although it doesn't feel the same as what it was a week ago. I've recognized that, you know, I, I can't, it's not my place to judge where I'm at. It's just my place to be where I'm at. So I'm trying to, <laughs> I'm just trying to like be present for that and like allow myself to go where I'm, where, where I'm being taken instead of like pushing against where I'm at. Does that make sense? I believe so, but I have to be perfectly honest with you. Um, with this new uh, anchor app, and my new cell phone, I don't know technology well enough to know what's happening. And when I get phone calls, they actually come through and they ring in my ear. Ah. Listening to this podcast, if anything funky is happening with the sound, like it's because all of these notifications are still popping up and I don't know how to handle it right now. So, yeah. Is your phone on silent? I know. Oh, weird. And do not disturb well, my do not cut disturb this call I off have huh? on my computer, but I don't think I know how to do it on my phone. Interesting. In my phone, you access it from the top menu pull down. You just kind of pull down and toggle through like the settings. Yeah, I was thinking that, maybe I can put it on airplane there. mode, but I know that like sometimes because I'm connected to Wi-Fi, like things will come through. So I don't know, something to work on. I don't want that to be the focus of our, of our podcast right now, but um, it just felt, it feels good to get that off my chest that like, yeah, I've been managing something on this side of calls coming in and I didn't actually just hear what you said. And I, oh, yeah. I apologize for that. Oh, it's okay. Um, I was going to ask if you want me to rephrase it and I feel like there's enough momentum to just kind of keep going because oh, I have, girl, I have a few more then. things that I want to share and like, okay, cool. So I think to sum up what I just shared, it's just like, I'm in this place where 
I'm aligning with the universe around me differently than I was a week ago. And I think my initial response in the past may have been to question myself and say like, why aren't you doing enough? Why aren't you, what's going on? Like almost like getting down on myself for not performing consistently, you know? And I've just realized that, fuck it. Like I'm not meant to be this like, energizer bunny creating like I meant to take rest and find little pockets of rejuvenation and something that the last week especially the last weekend has allowed me is a chance to recharge and I think it speaks so fully in my draws today because I pulled the the five of pentacles which has such an interesting um, interpretation for my book and that I kind of feel into which is um, the woman in this card is feeling isolated and dejected, but behind her is the window of warm shelter sparkling with hope because it's in the image. It's this woman and behind her five pentacles in this almost like manger, like window, like yeah. I almost think of like stained glass structure. Um, and it says, try to stay grounded and reach out for help. If you need it, this will pass soon enough. Uh, that's not what I wanted to read. What I wanted to read is if this card comes to you, you might be feeling like your basic needs are not being met. You might be feeling rejection from your community or maybe you've strayed from your goals. And I think it's almost just like a, a pause, a breath and a lift to say, you haven't strayed that far. <laughs> like, don't worry, you know, and like you haven't even strayed. It almost just speaks to me like, be kind to yourself, you know, and and you mentioned her posture, her hands are on her heart, her breast is exposed. Like, it's almost just like, this feels like a vulnerable space and it is, and you get to alchemize it yeah. and, and it's not forever. And, and it's necessary to feel this because the next thing comes. And then da, 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 actually the first card I pulled from my animal deck today was my horse card, which I've admired in this deck for the last two months. I've never pulled it until today. And the horse is all about like endurance and strength. Like it's in the book. It says, this is like one of the most, highly energetic earth cards in the deck. Like it's, it's just such a treasure because it's got this strength. It's got this spirit. It says, you know, you can do anything. Nothing can stop you. There's no, there's nothing that will get in your way. And then I get this card from my divine feminine deck that says this will pass. It's okay. So I'm just kind of being reminded that sweet thing. It's all happening. Like I don't, I don't need to fight against it. I feel just very fortunate to know that there's there's energy on my side and I and I can relax yeah. a little bit and rest keep resting wow I got some chills while you're speaking you know and I just I feel like this disclaimer coming out is like as a human we hold the capacity to feel so much and it's important to feel your emotions it's important to not let them take you over all of the time like and what your two cards just, just brought up in me is like the truth of like, we can be going through something in particular in our life that makes us feel very isolated and very dejected. And at the same time, maybe another part of our life at the same moment in the same day, like is super energized, right? And, and if we try, if we take on the behavior of like judging it all or trying to create meaning of it all rather than just being with it and like holding multiple truths that might seem to be conflicting, but are very much not conflicting in the realm of being human. <laughs> like it's, 
it almost Mm. is easier than to like move through it. You know, and another thing that you brought up or that's coming up for me because of what you shared is um, you and another one of my friends uh, have been doing these daily card polls and it's inspired me to do daily card polls. Um, And it just, because you two are doing this, it just reminds me that like we get to play with perspective and the perspective of time, right? Because like sometimes an energy that we have is just meant for the day. It might just be meant for a few hours. It might just be meant to help get us Mm. through a particular situation. Um, But like we get to be an open window, you know, like not, not a shut window. We don't just, we're not just a room that has shut windows. And so everything that enters it stays in it. Like we get to be a window and like whatever is in it gets to be in it for as long as it's there. And then it gets, it has an exit point. (laughs) Yeah. In and out. In and out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it's visit will, you know, like gets to vary. Maybe it's five minutes, maybe it's an hour, maybe it's the card you needed to pull to like actually honor yourself and feel the feelings. Um, yeah. Yeah. And what you said, I love that, is so echoed in how I've been talking about and thinking about chakra energy recently, which is the idea that our chakras are so subtle. Like it sometimes blows people's minds because I've just started doing Reiki. I'm Reiki too attuned at this point. And so I can give Reiki, transfer Reiki energy to other other people, other beings and spaces. And something that always surprises people is how subtle their energy is, like how easily it is sometimes to to shift energetic space. Like whereas from one moment, you know, maybe in a session or even for myself, I sense I'm feeling unstable today. My root chakra is not grounded. Like take a walk. You know, like sometimes just a simple act of intention towards, towards, you know, just acknowledging that energy and acknowledging the fact that that's what it is in that moment. And, you know, not necessarily doing it with, with the expectation of I'm going to feel better now, but just nourishing that, that energy, you know, and then doing that consistently. Cause I feel like you and I both have heard, and I feel like I've joked about this with you before, which is. Uh, people say like, oh yeah, I did my root chakra work last year. I'm good. <laughs> you know, like we get this like <laughs> delusion sometimes. And I, and I think it's, I think it's a combination of all sorts of different factors. You know, sometimes the Western approach to spirituality <laughs> is one and done. You know, we did that. I already did that. I don't need to do it anymore. I've, I'm healed. I've healed my, my root chakra. And, and the truth is that it fluctuates every minute. Like you said, like open a window, let something in, close the door let something simmer within you, do a dance, shake it all free. Like it can shift like that. And we can cause the shift or we can witness the shift or we can deny the shift sometimes. If it's like, no, I got to sit in this shit. Like you can make that choice. And going back to what you said at the very beginning, you have the choice of how you want to be in that moment with, with everything that you have. (laughs) Full circle. Let's complete that cycle. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> oh my goodness I love us I love us I'm so happy right now I just feel like this spaciousness in my heart chakra all the way up like throat like my mouth is feeling very open like I feel like a, a Spanish courtyard is 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 just present in my upper chakras right now
<laughs> oh my gosh, describe this courtyard. I need an image yeah, of a Spanish like courtyard in my mind. Space. Um, they can be like in a in a house setting. Um, yeah, I think this one is like more residential. Uh, and it's shared maybe between a few families' homes. Um, it's gated. It's behind, like, big walls, so you can't really see that it's there. So you, like, really have to be invited into the space to get to be there. Um, and it's where people come to commune, you know? Like, people choose to be in that space. They choose to gather. They choose to share life. They choose to share their experiences together. There's kids that, that can be playing and there's adults that can be, you know, processing things and celebrating things and having adult time and, and like everyone gets to be and, and have their needs met and feel belonging. <sighs> and like not take life so seriously that the Spanish are so good at that. I miss living in Spain for that reason. Mm, man, I love that. Thank you for inviting me into oh, your you're courtyard so today. Welcome. Gosh, I just, I, I have one more thing to share. I was <laughs> watching this show and, and they were in Spain and it was a show about architecture and these three sisters built homes all together and they do have a shared courtyard and, uh, and the host, one of the hosts of the show is, I guess, like a famous UK actress. And she was interviewing the three sisters. And I think she was trying to be playful, you know, but she was just like, so uh, which one of you has the better house or has the best house? You know, she put like that language in there for competition for like, like superiority or something. And the sisters all seemed really confused on how to ask, answer that question. And I just thought, like, what a beautiful demonstration of different cultures and how language perceives the world, right? Or, like, language helps create your world. Because, I mean, I, I speak Spanish, and I just saw them be like, like, the first sister answered, none of them, they're all the same. You know, like she took it very literally, like none of them is better. They're all the same. And then the other sister stepped in and was like, you know, hers is best for her. Hers is best for her. Mine is best for me. But I just like saw that moment energetically of like two different worlds colliding and like finding a way to still connect. It was just, and like Spanish culture, not allowing in that like competitive individualistic um perspective like really keeping the collective no oh, yeah there's no place for it no. there's no place for oh, that it's just really refreshing i love that you have that connection to that culture and that it like it's something that is very present in you like you don't share all the time about it but sometimes when you when you do share about it i always think like oh, what a valuable perspective to just like keep in mind yeah it's it's a gift and I'm grateful you know I was curious if you wanted to end this podcast with a brief or maybe not so brief um acknowledgement this is going back to the the six of wands because something that you know the theme of this card is acknowledging where you are and 
and maybe your accomplishments up to this point. And I'm just curious if you want to just drop a few, I want each of us to do this, a few of your accomplishments that, that you want to, that you could acknowledge over the past, whatever amount of time, but like, what does acknowledging yourself right now mean? And like, how could you do that? If that feels useful. (laughs) I know, I know, man. (laughs) Why does that feel so scary right now? It scares me too. And I, and I volunteer to start if you need um, to get the momentum. And I'm also curious to have you unpack this feeling. Uh, yeah, resistance. it's not, it's not resistance. It's just, it's vulnerability and it's a chance to like go deeper. And I don't know uh, okay. if I want to do that in this space, like um, totally respecting all of our audience. Well, right? you can and choose respecting, respecting myself. You... Yeah. I love that. Exactly. And you can choose what you share. Would it help if I, yeah, if I, I started? What I feel called to is like, we kind of ping pong. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Cool. And, and another, and yes, and here's an option B is, uh, could we, I was going to say, could we reflect things for each other? But I think almost the ping pong back and forth of self-reflection would be, would be totally, yeah, let's do it. Um, okay. So something that I want to acknowledge in myself is, my growth and and just evolution around my spirituality and this is like kind of broad scale over the past several years that I've been really feeling into over the last few weeks how much I've witnessed and gathered and and how much I've observed in the world and and sat with and experienced and how much more I have to acknowledge and, and experience, obviously, but just acknowledging oh, my journey as a spiritual being and my ability to sit in discomfort for a little longer and a little longer sometimes when it, when it takes that to, to, to be aware and be present for a new part of myself. It's like I'm discovering myself through allowing discomfort in the times when, when change comes up, you know, and that's a big theme of my spiritual journey is change happens. And, and then my, my role is to accommodate and make space and like be easy. So that whole process I want to acknowledge for myself because it's been a journey. I honor you. Thank you for sharing. Thank you. I am celebrating staying open and I'm celebrating being a person that lives in integrity and when um, staying open so that I can receive downloads from the divine, from God. I've been using my spirituality recently in the last few months has, has evolved in a really big way too. And I just feel more called to, to be using the language of God when before I would use the language of spirit and universe. And, and that's true. And for some reason right now, nothing seems more real or accurate um, than using God. Yeah. So I'm, I'm celebrating that spiritual evolvement and I'm celebrating that 
um, I have the strength enough to stay open to receive the hard messages and to receive them with love and then to do the work that they are calling me to do. Um, I really celebrate in myself that once I have more information, I can't live in ignorance anymore. Oh, thank you for sharing that. Didn't expect this practice to be so grounding for me. <laughs> I have one more thing, and it's, and I love that you use the word celebrating because I, I also want to celebrate that I have been in practice of, of being light and and in the literal sense, right? Being a light and, and having lightness, like something that I really got to practice in January and February is just laughing my little butt off. And like, just, I don't know. I got, I remember I told my mom about this the other day. I said, yeah, in the first few weeks of January, I was staying with a friend of mine who is a mutual friend of ours actually. And she encouraged me in so many different ways and never directly it was just by being her my spirit my little girl inside me was encouraged to play and have fun and laugh and not take things so seriously and like make funny silly stupid jokes that I probably haven't made since middle school you know just like being a kid and delighting in like the little funny weird things that happen and I think in that way as my spirit gets lighter as I find the, my ability to connect to the little joy, like kind of like what we were talking about earlier with celebration. And then even more so just the goofy part of me, the more I connect to that, the lighter my spirit feels and the more room I think I have to exist authentically, because that is me. That is the authentic version of me, one part of her. And to not deny that. Oh, it's just really giving me a lot I'm of freedom. I'm hearing that the celebration is not denying yourself. Yeah. Yeah, not denying my joy and just letting uh, letting that which is within me be expressed. I think that's a next podcast episode, actually. <laughs> right? Ah! <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. Um, okay. Do you feel complete with that? I feel complete. I right? do. Yeah. Um, I'm celebrating, um, up leveling my communication skills. Uh, and I'm doing that in yes. so many different ways. Um, the ways that feel really big right now, um, I don't feel comfortable sharing yet. And I know that you can honor that. And I think it's like really cool that we have this podcast, um, that just has two friends talking so people can see what it's like to, to say like, I'm not comfortable with sharing that right now. And to have someone that loves the other person on the other end be like, okay, great. Cool. Thanks. I honor you. You know, rather than being like, are you sure you don't want to <laughs> share right now? Yeah. I, that's what I freaking just said. Like, can you stop pressuring me? <laughs> you know? So, so um, I'm celebrating big communication um, evolution. Lucian, yeah. Um, and one of the ways that I can share and I feel happy sharing, 
um, is that I'm in the process of selling my current car and manifesting and bringing into my life a new car. And I'm rewriting the narrative that, you know, car things, buying, selling, maintaining them doesn't have to be hard. It gets to be easy and light um, and not stressful. And I have this really lovely human um, that we're working towards it together for her to, to be able to buy my car that I currently have. Um, which would just mean so much to me to get to like pass her along because my car has so much still left in her, I feel. Um, and I need to get some work done on, on my car, which is one of the reasons why I, I feel called to sell her. Um, and I just got really clear. Like I'm listening to myself more, like I'm paying attention to myself and my energy and I'm like, yeah, okay, I'm feeling really called to sell my car or to, to get the fixes done on the car. It's like $2,000. Like, okay, didn't want to spend that $2,000, but I am feeling really called right now. So I waited a day and then the next day I like wrote out a message to my mechanic and I'm like, you know what? Like, I think I'm moving too fast. I think I need to keep communicating and communicate to the girl who, this lovely human who, who wants to purchase my car and just let her know that I'm feeling called to fix my car because, you know, part of our agreement was, you know, I'd sell it at a certain price because it needs all of these, these fixes. And long story, very short, I'm celebrating that I slowed down enough to pause and to communicate with all parties so that I could feel um, like I'm maintaining my integrity and not that I'm like, okay, I'm starting kind of a business transaction and then I changed my mind and I didn't let you know before I changed my mind. Um, and it ended up being incredible because like the people that she was going to have help fix the car like are no longer available, like don't have the space for it. And she's just like, yeah, I would love if you have someone that you know and trust to, to make the fixes on the car. And I just, you know, got some, some more abundant funds. So I'm able to help with those, those fixes like financially. And so it's just like, yeah. And then she's like, and I also want to come and test drive it like this weekend. And we didn't have any of that in the book. So I'm celebrating communicating, um, not from a place of feeling rushed, but from a place of, of tending to, um, internally what my energy is telling me and honoring it. Oh my gosh. It's so beautiful. <laughs> like just, just the level of like self-communication. Like that's what I really got from that was that's also a way that we communicate. We have to communicate with ourselves to figure out what we want and also give ourselves grace to ask for what we need and like, you know, know that you get to change your mind. What a revelation. Yeah. And but like full circle because changing your mind was our last podcast episode. Our last one of season. Shut <laughs> up. Yeah, season one. Here we go. Full circle season two, episode one. In the bag. Oh my gosh, do I feel Me good right now? <laughs> two. I'm feeling alive. I'm feeling like, shoot, we got we got so much to more to give. Oh my what? gosh, yeah. Are you um are you complete on your share? Yeah, I think I have a lot of floating energy. And I think this is also a really good place to stop. I'm complete. Totally. Cool. Oh, 
thanks y'all thanks for listening and thanks for being part of our community we we really love being able to share our energy we do and we're celebrating because uh almost 300 listens to our last season you all are fantastic like i think the number was 293 Ah! oh What a way to celebrate. Happy birthday to <laughs> Happy us. Birthday to us. <laughs> it can be your birthday any day that you choose. <laughs> hey, hey. Okay. We love you.